My mother told me Before she passed away Said son when I'm gone Don't forget to pray Cause there'll be hard times Hard times Oh yeah, yeah Welcome to another edition of Philly Sportscast with your host, Derek, Imani, and I heard the wind, Imani. Yeah, what happened? What's we sent on? him on a road trip, Ev. We yes. sent him on a road trip. We uh, wanted to find out firsthand how, just how bad this Flyers team stinks, and we sent Dave to the game. Well, you know, after our discussion last week, and then all the crazy things that happened over the weekend, we had to send him down there today. We had to. He's such a fan, and we wanted to get him to the game, and he's got to go, and then he'll be able to bring us some sweet insight next week on just how bad either this team is or they aren't. From what we're watching in this game, it's just the beginning of the third period. In the second period, the team had many chances to score goals, and they can't do it. Number, That's the first thing that I've noticed. The second thing is, if they're not up to win this game right. after their GM and their coach has been S-canned, mm-hmm. Then I don't know if they'll ever win another game. I'll tell you what, it, it doesn't, doesn't seem it, to me. Oh, I'm sorry, I think we were about to say the same thing. It just doesn't look good for them this it year. It doesn't seem to me that this team wants to win a game. And you know, we've been saying on the uh, all season, all summer long, they're going to make the players going to be. I don't even know if they're going to do that this year. I really don't know. Cash and checks. That's what that Ca- team is doing. Yes, Cash they are. Cash and checks. Yes, they are. So, Dave. Hopefully, when you get back, you'll uh, fire up the forums with some um, post game. I hope so. But uh, E-Money, I'm going to move on to the freaking Eagles. Oh, God. From 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 bad to worse. I can't even say it out loud. I can't say I'm an Eagles oh fan. This God. Is the, I mean, who expects this clown to kick 62-yard field goals? I don't expect him to kick a 62-yard field goal. But he shouldn't have been in a position to kick a 62-yard field goal, and he was. Oh, man, it's so bad. It's so. It was he doesn't so even bad. practice 60-yard field goals. He pra- The most he ever practiced was 55-yard. And it looked like he could have went a little farther once and that he hit. hooked them. Yeah, no doubt. I think could have been a record setter. But of course it's a record setter against the Eagles. Of course it's a record setter against McNabb. Of course it's a record setter against people and quarterbacks who throw four INTs. Oh, you got to do it. Two for TDs, I believe. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Turnovers are the worst. And you know what was crazy, D? At the end of the half, it was still 7 nothing. That just goes to show how bad Tampa Bay's offense is. Absolutely. And they still won the game. And time management problems at the end of the first half. Don't even get me started. That lost the game for them. It's an inexcusable. It's absolutely. You don't throw. I'm sorry, Derek. I'm so sorry. I understand. I'm getting real. My 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 blood is pumping. I just turned down your mic a little bit, Ev. I understand what you're saying. I'm sorry. I I am. I I apologize. I understand. Go out there. Know what I'm saying. You don't throw the ball unless you throw it into the end zone. You don't throw the ball not into the end zone if it's the the time that was lapsed. Well, what is that? You don't throw it to LJ. Your Pro Bowl veteran quarterback throws it in the flat in that spot. Is he wrong? He's done it before. He you don't throw he, the ball if the receiver is not in the end zone because let me tell you something. If it's an incomplete pass, he does have time to throw well, let me to kick you, a field goal. Let me ask you a serious question, Evan. If you know that and I know that, but your Pro Bowl veteran quarterback who's been in this league for eight years doesn't know that how much trouble is this team in Derek that's a great question that is a great question because let me tell you tell me how I was telling tell people I, we were talking you know friends colleagues all week long talking about how uh, about that instance right there and I said I don't know s about s but I know I got to throw into the end zone and if if Donovan McNabb doesn't know how to do that where's this team going this year and I was saying the same 
exact thing to different people. I said, Evan doesn't know S about S. <laughs> but one thing I do know is that you can't throw it to the, in a flat in that situation. No doubt. No doubt. And you can't expect LJ Smith to, to uh, get a linebacker and a, and a uh, cornerback to come up. doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what you can expect LJ Smith to do. Right. You have to throw it in the end zone. Yes. He's not even a viable receiver in that spot. I agree. It either has to go to the one wide receiver, the other wide receiver, or it needs to literally hit a fan in the face in the back of the end zone. To get to set up for the three points. Right. You've got to take your points and get out. No. Well, you can't anticipate what's going to happen after you throw someone at the three-yard line. Ev, Ev, but you know why he you know why he consistently does this? No, why is that, Derek? Because he thinks he's invincible. He thinks that he can make any play out there. What he doesn't realize is that when he throws the ball to somebody else, that other person isn't going to make any play out there. Right. That other player can't do it. L.J. Smith does not have the talent to gain those extra three yards. Well, he's a tight end, for God's sake. Listen, he should have never thrown the ball. L.J. Smith shouldn't have even been put in that situation. One thing I do want to say about these wide receivers, though, I didn't notice any wide receiver coming back to the ball. When Barber made his interceptions, no wide receiver was even close to the ball. It almost looked like they were uh, running bad routes. Yeah, maybe they were running bad routes, but they weren't coming back to the ball. They have to stop. Run and catch the ball just like anybody else does. Yep. But it wasn't even close in that situation. And Tiki Barber Ronde. continues. Um, excuse me. Rondé Barber continues to kill this team. Yeah, absolutely. There's no doubt about that. And he makes it's making Tampa Bay look like somebody that they're not. No. This team. They got a rookie quarterback six round. But you're saying Tampa Bay, but, you know. how bad Tampa Bay is, how bad Tampa Bay is. But it's not like the Eagles' defense kept them to seven points. This is no, you're right, Derek. This is the this is the situation that we're into. Let me tell you, we can't stop the run. We couldn't stop the run two weeks ago with Deuce. No we doubt, we can't stop the run with Cadillac Williams. Cadillac Williams, we're making him look like a superstar out there. Yeah, when he's not a superstar no, at he's all. Not. Well, how can he he be considered a superstar when every other team in the NFL that he's played this year made him look like Jack Junk? Exactly. Forget about the back spasms and his injuries. Yeah, no way. He yep. needed three yards. He got three yards. He and needed four yards. He got four. He needed eight yards on a third and six. He got it. You're right, Derek. And let me ask you one question. Your son played Pee Wee football this year. He does. The number one thing in, in offense, let's run the ball. If they can't stop the run. Can't win the game. Exactly. Absolutely. And that is peewee talk. If you can't stop the run, what do you expect anybody to do? They're going to run you. Yo, three and a half yards of carry? Derek, I'll take that all day long. No I'll take it all day long. I don't even have to pass. No doubt. I don't even have to pass. You have to stop the run. I don't know what's going on these last couple of weeks with um, – uh, Derek, I'm sorry. I'm just living. I'm I understand, Ev. I understand. What are they? What is? What's fragile Fred Taylor going to look like on Sunday? Fragile Fred Taylor is one of the best uh, running backs in the league right now. Yeah, he's and he's gonna, coming right in, boys. He's, he's coming gonna, right on in. He's going to look like Walter freaking Payton. He is, and that's a shame. It really is a shame. This defense is not stepping up. Wide receivers aren't coming back to the ball. Quarterback thinks he can do miracles on the field, and he cannot. And that's why they lose football games. And that's why they lost the football game. Their head coach can say whatever he wants. I don't care whatever he wants. He cannot allow that team to come back. He can't allow. When, they, when the Eagles get up by one point, right. they have to be stopped. And the head be. coach has re- got to be responsible for that. Oh, This, this, is, this game against Tampa Bay was a, a eye-awakening to the world. Yeah, because I, they are a true 8-8 eight eight team. This is it. Yeah, but you know what, Ev? The they're 9-17, and 17, maybe. 8-18, eight and 18, that's all they are. Are they an 8-18 eight because... Maybe they're not even that much. Are they an 8-18 eight eight because McNabb is going to throw four INTs? I mean, what is, what is it with... The, 
if he doesn't throw those interceptions, the game's not even close. Yeah, but but the defense allowed Tampa Bay to get back into it every chance they could. You know they almost lost that Cowboys game too. Yes, they did. So I mean, let's let's talk about we it. We got some serious competition to play in the end of this year. Defense. And look at the team. Look at the games that they're blowing. This Tampa Bay game was a given. It was a gift from the Lord Himself. I don't know where. To, I don't even know what to do. I don't well, know what you gotta, to say. Let's think about it. You know, you got to back around it. The defense is allowing these other teams to get back in these games. It's coming down to the defense. Because Diamond McNabb will give you the points. He will do it. Well, that's what I said to my wife. We're watching the game, and I said, it doesn't matter what Tampa Bay's doing. It doesn't matter these INTs. The Eagles will eventually get the lead in this game, and they did. Right. I had no doubt in my mind that they were going to win. I really didn't know a doubt. It was, they were down 17 points. No problem. They're going to definitely get, they're going to win this game. But, man, oh, man, you can't well, let this guy even be put in position to catch this, kick a 62-yard field goal. No, obviously not. And Gruden sent Gruden sent him out there with no problems in the world. He misses it. He's supposed to miss it. Well, Gruden he, doesn't care anyway. Well, yeah, he does care. Well, he cared. What's he going to do? What else is he going to do? Not put him out there? It's a no, shot but, in the dark. No, what I'm saying. Yeah, exactly. What I'm saying is no pressure on him. No, he's like, yeah, all right, I'm one and four. Maybe I'll be two and four. So today. there's no pressure on him, right? Tampa Bay calls a timeout to get him in position. No pressure on this guy to kick this thing or not. He they get out there. It's all in his brain, and he's all freaked out. And he's ready to kick. What's Andy Reid do? What's he do? Calls a timeout. Well, you got to call a timeout. You got to stifle him. That, that is M.O. That's M.O. textbook you, stuff. You, that's M.O. textbook stuff to oh, yeah. ice the guy? Yeah. That's, you don't think when so? There's no, there isn't any pressure on him in the first place. What, what are you going to do? Ice him to give him pressure? Okay, there's three seconds left. You have a timeout. You take it. It's just what you do. All right, that's fine. Did, why didn't he take all of his timeouts? Why didn't he take a timeout? They line up again and then take another timeout. Well, the question we should talk about is why did we lose all those timeouts in the first half? That's <laughs> because McNabb can't keep his mud down. I mean, what's with that? You guys, guys, you can because it's hot outside. Pickle juice, baby. What happened to the pickle juice? <laughs> Come on, it's 105 degrees out. There. I don't give a shit. What? What? I don't care. I don't care what the temperature was. I don't care. Nobody either. was throwing up on a Tampa Bay sideline. Yeah, but he was the only one making plays. He was running around and he's throwing well, passes. Come on, Evan, that's the problem. That's I know the it's the problem, problem I know man. It's the problem, but you got to, you got to, you got to He put him in position to win, and Jeremiah Trotter, who I heard today say again, we just don't have the killer instinct, man. We just got to get the killer Such instinct. Such BS, man. Such you know what? BS. If you don't have the killer instinct, then get now, off the field. If you don't get off the, if you don't have the killer instinct. When you've been playing in the NFL for as long as Jeremiah Trotter has, and in college for as long as Jeremiah Trotter has, and in high school, every time he's ever played middle or linebacker in his life, if he doesn't have the killer instinct now, you might as well shut the season down. Shut you. it down. Shut it down now, as they said in Die Hard, the first one, the best one. Shut it down. Shut it down now. Lose the grid. Or you lose the <laughs> <laughs> Bill, I need something from that. I'll tell you that. We've got to take out a whole city grid. We're talking 10 square blocks. 10 blocks, Jesus. Yeah. Johnson, that's crazy. It's Christmas Eve, man. There's thousands of people. You have to we go can't... wider. Look, the mayor will have my ass. Authorization. How about the United States fucking government? Hey, lose the grid or you'll lose your job. Yeah, Central? Yeah. Uh, yeah, this is Walt uh, down at Nakatomi. Uh, say, listen, uh, would it be possible for you to turn off uh, Grid 212? Are you crazy? Maybe, maybe I should call the mayor on this. Hey, no shit, it's my ass. I got a big problem down here. Shut it down. Shut it down now. Oh, that is a great movie. But um, you're right. And you know, 
I can't believe that Trotter said that. that is, uh, are you saying that you lost your uh, your eye for no, the season? The defense doesn't have the killer instinct. Okay, well, what, you know, it's only week eight, bub. Yeah, yeah, it's halfway only, through it's the season yet, and your season's eight. only getting harder. Right. Oh, so let me. I want to break this down. Uh, WIP did a great little segment. They did a great little segment of something that happened just in the past week in Philadelphia sports. Do you want to hear everything that happened? I'd love to hear everything. Right, here's a recap of what happened in the past week up until the Eagles game in Philadelphia sports. Ready? Oh. Eagles lose to the New Orleans Saints on the last second field goal. Bob Clark and Ken Hitchcock resign. Well, Bob Clark resigns, quote unquote. Ken Hitchcock yeah. gets fired. Either you f- either we're firing you or you resign. Right. Wednesday, Dave Montgomery says. If we knew how good Jim Leland was going to be, we would have hired him as our head coach. Are you serious? Yeah. Did that come out of his mouth? It really did. Because I didn't read we anything had no like idea. That. Well, this is what he said. We had no idea how good Jim Leland was going to be with a, with a club like the Tigers. What are you talking about? So he said, no. And then he said, but we decided that Charlie was the better fit for our club. Whoa, that's what he said. Whoa, whoa. I didn't even know about that. Yeah, that's what he said. So, I don't like that one. And then after that one comes oh the Tampa Bay loss. Oh. That's in one week in this town, people. One week in Philadelphia sports. Does anybody it, understand what's going on here? Let's, it doesn't happen on that kind of scale every week, but it does happen every week. Somebody gets punched in the teeth in this town every week in this sports town. Are we even a sports town anymore? I'm trying how to figure. Can you be, I'm trying to figure that out. How there. can you be a sports town if you don't win? You know how you say they say if you don't get laid after ten years, you go back to being a virgin. I think the I think this town is no longer a sports town because we haven't won a championship in twenty three years. I like your analogy. We're I no really longer like sports analogy. town. I mean, I don't know what's going on here. Obviously, Jeremiah Trotter doesn't have the instinct anymore. He must have lost it. I don't know what's going on with that. He basically just gave up. It's not only been 10 years. It's been 20 years. Cobwebs are on that cooch. And Jeremiah Trotter wants to tell us he doesn't have the he killer instinct. That's killing me right now over here, Derek. That's killing me. It's putting a heart. It's putting a stick through my heart. Might as well be a goddamn vampire. I don't know what to do anymore. I don't know what to do anymore. We've reverted. We've we, reverted. I don't even know how we could get any work. This town we are is, subpar. This town subpar. is not progressing. We are regressing. We are regressing. We're in a bad, 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 bad way in this town. And what do we have to look forward to in basketball right now? Oh, forget about that. It's not even worth even discussing. So we got no hoop. We got no hockey. I mean, hockey's pe- done, dude. People live in this town for hockey. It's raining on the cake. It's a, it's a rebuilding year. From a year that should have been rebuilding two years ago, football is losing to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I can't believe that. I can't believe that. Though. With a second string quarterback, and their first string quarterback is Chris Sims. Their rookie quarterback, Bradkowski, is a sixth round draft pick. I don't want to talk about it anymore. And I, the Phillies just can't make it happen. Although, did it, oh no! Well, the Phillies did, obviously wanted Leland, but didn't think that he was going to do anything. No, they didn't think he was going to do anything. Yeah, they didn't. They didn't want him. Did anybody see what he did in, at, in Florida? Oh, yeah. No, I guess not. Or, oh, in 2003, they didn't see what he did there. No. Or Pittsburgh, or even in Colorado when he had terrible, terrible Tar- teams. Exactly. <sighs> so I don't know what's going on here. What do, what do we have to do? Do I have to get this angry, Derek? Do I have to get this angry? Well, I was thinking about this. So th- there has to be some kind of way to profit off of this. So what I was suggesting is maybe we can come with some we can come up with some kind of pharmaceutical, like pitch this to like Merck or Pfizer, that just chloroform. Get, no, that would be the next step. But this would be like a a Prozac for the Phillies, for the Philadelphia sports fan, that just keeps you in like a steady haze. Right. You know, maybe we just need a that. Le, just a regular steady rock and roll haze. You know, 
I was, I'm reading a book right now, and Nikki Six from Motley Crue takes this thing called zombie dust. And what it does, it's a tranquilizer and a sedative, and it keeps your, it shuts your brain down, but keeps your body in motion. Oh, wow. I like so maybe that. that's what we need. I we need I... zombie dust, but we can call it Philly sports dust. Philly sports <laughs> dust. You know, you sell it on a corner with your soft pretzel. You take a little of this, and you'll get hey, through the weekend. Hey, got pretzels here. Some dust here. No, sprinkle it on your, on your pretzel. You sprinkle it on it. It already comes in it. So, yeah, so it gets you through the weekend. I'm telling you, I'm dying over here. Through a sports week that I just, like I just mentioned. Doesn't, it doesn't get any worse than that. This you, is, need, you need Philly sports dust. You need dust. You need, to get, you need your body to be able to work so you can earn a living, but your, need, your brain needs to shut down. What you're saying is you need your mind to be altered because of how fucked up it is. Right. Excuse need- my language, everybody, but look. This is bad. This is why Dave's not here because he is down yep. Yep. at the Flyers game talking to people going, what the heck is going on yeah. around here? It's it's a bad scene. We and threw he, him down there. And he didn't want to go. He didn't want to go. He well, he always likes to go, but we, we had to send him tonight. God. I don't even know what to say. Oh, yeah, and you know what? Uh, Eagles are going to beat Jacksonville this week, right? Yeah. Yeah, well, of course they are. Oh, yeah. They have the better team, don't they? Yeah. They just don't have the killer instinct. Yeah, they don't have the killer instinct. I can't believe that you said that to me. That is just really killing me, dude. It's killing me. Yeah, it's tough. It's a real tough one. I it's, can't believe it. I do want to say a big shout-out to Jamie Moyer, who's going to be in town for the next two years. Two years, That's yeah. a very nice thing. I want to say goodbye to Bobby Clark and goodbye to Ken Hitchcock. I think the Hitchcock firing is... BS. BS because, because he was a great, great coach. He's got much talent, and anybody who knows anything about hockey knows that. The Bobby Clark thing was is such a sham because he's the one that should have gotten fired, but Ed Snyder allows him to save face by allowing him to resign and then go up to the podium and say, my heart just wasn't in it anymore. All right. these things need to be changed, and I just wasn't going to be the one to change out. it. You know, cry me a freaking river. And, you know, you heard it first here on the podcast when we were talking about it last week. The Flyers aren't going to win another Stanley Cup with Bobby Clark at the helm. No. And you know where I heard this uh, news first? Got it at the Sportscade. Oh, I love the Sportscade. Sportscade.com. It is the bomb. It really is. For breaking sports news, get it at the Sportscade. Yeah, I love that. I love going there because you know what? You know what I love the best about it? Is like you can like you know you can tag your favorite spots. Yeah, if you register, you can definitely tag your spot, tag your favorite links on the site. When you go, whenever you log back on, it'll all be right there. It's yeah. pretty sweet. Yeah, it's awesome. It's crazy what's going on this week with the drama. The drama. We don't need this drama. Wait, wait. No, no, no. Don't say that, Evan, because that's the only thing keeping you going. Wins aren't keeping you going. Right. The drama is what's keeping you going. What would you have to talk about on Monday if Andy Reid didn't screw something up or, or if Donovan McNabb didn't throw up or the Flyers didn't lose or there wasn't some kind of crazy situation going on with Allen Iverson? There, that's all you have to talk about. You don't talk about victories like they do in other cities. I you know. talk about bullshit. Right. That's what we get for, as a Philly fan. We get all the crap. No championships, no winners, no winners. We get to talk about offseason, and we get to talk about next year, and we get to talk about who did what and who got pulled over for speeding and who was on South Street punching somebody in the nose. Welcome to Philadelphia. Your sports teams blow. I'm about to throw my so pen. Pissed off. My maestro I'm so pen. pissed off. It's I garbage. can't handle it. I can't and handle the Eagles losing to Tampa Bay. I can't handle that. You know what happened, Evan? You know what's happening right now in this in this sportscast right now in this basement? The negative energy. I've caught you in my negative vibe. Yes. If Dave was here, yes. there'd be many positive things coming out. 
He would say that McNabb brought him back. He would say that he did have so many yards. And he's still the top-rated passer in the NFL. Yeah, that's that's true. And All those things and, are true. And how great um, Westbrook is playing. I'm oh. not talking, but we but we discussed how the offense wasn't the offense. It was the defense. If Dave was here, Evan, he would convince you otherwise. The Eagles are going to be okay. The Eagles are going to be okay. They're not going to be okay now. They're not going to be okay now. They're not okay. It's over. The season is over, and whoever thinks it's not is insane. You got Carolina. You got Jacksonville. You got Indy. You got the three next. You got the um. You, you got, got Washington. Washington. You got the Dallas. Well, Washington's not. Well, who knows you anymore? You got road games, boy. You got road games. You're losing to these teams at home. I mean, you didn't lose to Tampa Bay, but you lost. You lost to the Giants at home. You got to play in Giant Stadium. You played the Cowboys. You almost lost to them. Now you got to go to Texas Stadium. You got to play Washington away. You got to play Washington twice. Yep. You I mean, play them all twice. Then you got to play Atlanta at the end. I want to ask you a serious question. Oh, right go now. ahead because it's done. What? Season's over. If Cadillac Williams does what he did last week and gets those yards whenever he needs to get yards, what is Clinton Portis going to do to this team twice this season? Oh, my season? God. Forget about it. He's going to smile from ear to ear. He's going to go crazy. He is. Now, he didn't do anything against, against Indy last week. No, he didn't. He, at all. And Indy has the worst rushing defense. That's very true. That's very, very true, and I understand that. that but they, but they, they obtained McFarland, and they plugged the hole. But I don't think we have anybody like that. We don't have a big stuffer. We don't have a core uh, assignment. We don't have no, a McFarland. No. We don't have anybody like that. No, you know you We know have that? pass rushers is what oh. we have. And also defensive tackles that can kick penalty flags oh, for yeah. another 15-yard penalty. Oh, my God. There we go. Jerome McDougal, back in business. Back in business. Will somebody shoot this guy in the stomach? They might. They might not even allow him to play this week. Oh, <laughs> why, why would you let him play? He's probably the, one of your most talented guys on, on the field. That's what I'm saying. Put him in a goddamn – he's, he's not going to hurt anything. Oh, will you make an example out of him, D? They're going to make an example out of him. Not having him in there will give up many more yards than 15, that's for sure. E-Money, I'm going to fill my cool one up, and then we're going to the money line. I need a break. i got to breathe. we got to take a break. Okay, E-Money, um, now that we're looking at the Flyers 2-2 tie. Sorry, I had to calm down there. Sorry. Right. Going into OT with three minutes and 44 seconds left into OT, just after a face-off in the Flyers zone. It brings me to our brand-new segment, which we started last week, the Pear Face Post of the week. Oh, we can be heroes just for one day. Oh, I love this. I love yeah. this, uh, the post of the week. And with all the Flyers news, you know Pearface had to say something about it. So let's move on to the Pearface post of the week. Give it to me, D. Give it to me. This isn't the, the uh, post, but during the Flyers' discussion on the forums, Pearface, in his infinite wisdom, came up with quite possibly could be the eye-opener post that, real, that really will have you thinking. They're talking about whether it was the right move or not. You have Dave, myself, Gangrene, Epicable, talking about whether this was the right move. And we all said it was. We all said Bobby Clark had to go last week, but sure. don't necessarily agree with the Hitchcock. And then Pearface comes in, and he says, well, surprise, surprise. Snyder replaces two people in the Flyers organization with two people from the Flyers organization. <laughs> Who could have possibly predicted that? And he's got it. He makes a very good point. Uh, Paul Holmgren's been in this organization probably as long as Bobby Clark has. Oh, yeah. Not really, but you, you get to my drift. Yeah, I mean, he's been a head coach for from when to when. I don't even know. But well, Yeah, uh, and then he joined the front office it, and all that other fun stuff. John it, Stevens has been in Phantoms for a while. You know, he won the Calder. And that's great because that's what, you know, but that's what hockey – 
they they bring people up from their uh, well. I don't have any problem lakes. with I don't have any problem with the John Stevenson, but he makes a good point as always. Paraface does. Yes, Ed Snyder doesn't really have his s together. He does not understand everything that's happened before. Bobby Clark brought in. Bobby Clark brought in Hitchcock and all the other failed coaches before him. Now Snyder obviously needs to make a move. His team stinks. His his pride and joy stinks, and he needs to get a new GM and a new coach. So why not give Stevens the job because? The Flyers team stinks anyway. Who can do a worse job? Let's give the guy a shot. But the Holmgren thing is he's Bobby Clark's protege. You know what I think it is? I think it's a statement. I think he just made a statement. He didn't care who was going to be. He doesn't care who's going to be the next head coach. Maybe you're right. But you know what? Something's got to happen. And I think that's what Paraface is getting to. Yeah. Head's got to roll. I'll just bring these two guys back up to where they're going to be. And just like Amaro Jr. is going to be for the Phillies in some time. Right. Ruben Amaro Jr. will be the general manager of the Phillies someday. Exactly. So, you know, that... But Paul Homer's been with this team for a long, long time. It's not like... I don't know. I mean, you can't just get... There's no... GMs don't grow on trees. Now you can go hire one. Coach needs to be well thought of. Or is the season over? Is he just saying, you know, a month into the season, less than 10 games in the season, forget about it. They're not going to make the playoffs. They're not going to do anything this fly. Just see if they can catch a spark. And see what happens. I only pay the most money practically in the whole league for these players. Yeah, well, I think that's what they're doing. I think it's not working. What they have now is not working. So we have to get rid of them quick, early, to at least make us get a run going with some fresh blood in there. Well, Fresh that, leadership. I agree with you. And that concludes our Paraphase Post of the Week. Going to a shootout. I'm going to call it live. Is it live? Simone Gagne going up for the shootout. I oh! Score! Dave, you better be getting this. Backhand, I'm sure Davey Boy's going bananas. It was a backhand shot by Simone Gagne to start off the shootout. Ooh, he squeezes it in. Went Uh, glove side, Evie, went glove side. That was nice. Very rare opportunity that we'll be able to do play-by-play for a shootout in a Flyers game. Slava Kozlov going down for the... Oh, it was oh, too weak. Oh, my God. That was ridiculous. Nidamaki just took a big poop. Yeah. At least put some effort into it, Nidamaki. Kyle goes left, right. Ole! Right. Ole! Peter Forsberg going up. Play by play. Sorry, money. I'm taking up all the airtime. Fine. Peter Forsberg. Can he do it? And he oh! Scores! Top shelf. Right top to shelf. Left, left shoulder. Top shelf to... Uh... With a quick wrister. Peter Forsberg. Quick wrister. Nice. Oh, that was so sweet. Wow, that was so sweet, dude. Good job, Peter Forsberg. Forsberg just let everybody know that who he who he is. Why he's the captain of Hossa, number 18 for the Atlanta Thrashers going against Antino Niedermaki. Oh, and he's letting us he's just catching up. Oh, he goes wide. Wide. So it's now in the shootout. Flyers 2, Atlanta Thrashers Uno. Hossa does decide he wants to go wide. I mean, not, he doesn't want to go wide, but he does go glove side again, and he goes wide. Good job. You know who's going to get a biggest kick out of our play-by-play? Dave. Tried to go five-hole. Richardson tried. He did not make. Tried Richardson to go tried and was denied. Tried and denied. Save. What a beaut. Kovalchuk's on his way. All right, here we go. Can he tie it up? Can he tie the shoot-up out? Oh, cannot. Nidamaki comes through. Game. And the Flyers get. The victory, 3-2 to two over the Atlanta Thrashers in a shootout. It's very nice that John Stevens picked up his first win, but this team did not come to play tonight. It had to, This team had to play with passion and emotion and get really get started. You know, they're all look happy now, but they had to win in a shootout. 
Yeah, but you know what? They need this win on their belt. New coach and everything. It's a victory, but it's only like some kind of point. I don't. Yeah, it's a moral victory at the All very right, least. Fine, fine. Yeah, it is. It's a moral victory. Come on. Oh, you're right. If they very lost, very important it, victory for them uh, for morale. This is a great thing. I agree. Total opposite of exactly of what would happen is if they lost. But that's what I'm trying to say. That's how. Yeah. That's really how ridiculous it sounds. I mean, they were this close to losing and they didn't lose. It doesn't really. I mean, it it's just the other guys just didn't have what it took to make right, the shot. You know what? This is a positive. Like saved it. This is a positive note for Philadelphia right now. The new coach got his first win. It's something to build on. It is something to build on. There's no doubt about it. They that, got a lot of building they to do. They can only go up. All yeah, right. They 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 only have a foundation. They don't have anything else. I agree. They're built. They have to only go up. They can't go down on the building. I agree. Congratulations, John Stevens and the Philadelphia Flyers for their first victory under the new regime. Let's they get down like to business, Ev. Yeah, it's time to work. It's time to go to work. It's time for the e money line. <laughs> All right, what's up? What's up? What's up? Uh, Let's do the e-money line. Let's do this e-money line. E-money won for three last week. That's okay, because it was week seven, and I let everybody know not even to bet anyway. Well... But come on, I could have been two for three if it wasn't for the Eagles' F-ups. Donovan McNabb did blow that one. I agree. They should have covered that game. They did not. What was the other one that you lost? I lost the uh, Washington-Indianapolis game. Which was... It was close for a while. Don't get me wrong. But you you never know what's going to happen. I mean, this this is the time where you're going to see teams separating from the good and the bad. And you have to watch these two weeks, D. Seven and eight. Yeah, these two weeks are important. So this is week... This is week eight. Eight. Okay. Week eight, and you really gotta you gotta watch this week as well, people out there. Come on, you gotta watch it as well. You have to watch yourselves. You have to watch yourselves because uh, it gets kind of crazy out there. And uh, here we go. This is I got three picks for you guys, but you don't recommend anybody put any money down this week. Do you have any kind of any? Is your is your three money symbol? I would I would recommend the three money symbol, but I would bet it light. Okay. I would Just bet don't it go light. Crazy. I okay. would do what I would do. I bet it light. You got to bet you got to bet light. Week 9 is my is my week because you know this it's like cream rising to the top next week. Right on. It's a big different story next week. Well, there's a lot of stuff going on and you have your three money symbols, so lay it on us. Okay, lay it on us. Here we go. Number 3 money symbols. Denver minus two and a half. Indianapolis at Denver. I like Indianapolis big time. Ooh. Big time. Really? Yes. I like Indy. Denver does not have an offense that people think they do. That's for sure. They can't score points. I mean, they played Cleveland last week. Their def- their defense is a whole other story. I'm going to but if they're scoring 17 points against Cleveland last week, they're not Jake the Snake is just not he's just they're just not there. Now, I do realize that Indy's coming in to Mile High area. Could be a weather situation. They don't, you know, they don't lose at Mile High, all this BS. Who doesn't lose at Mile High? Denver doesn't lose a mile high, but they did lose in the playoff game last year a mile high, so they do lose. So I, I, I really like Indy getting two and a half. I really like it. Getting two and a half on the road, possibly the best team in the AFC. Hello. And I don't think Denver is as good as people think. They're, they got a weak AFC West team that they're playing against. Right. Dominic Rose and Joseph Adai are finally shaping up the Colts' little running game. It's to get you started, to give you... 
give Manning play action. You don't really think the uh, Colts offense has really hit on all cylinders yet? Their running game has always been subpar, but at least they have these two men that can go to Joseph Adai and Dominic Rhodes. Okay. So uh, Manning has Dallas Clark, tight end, who has really been showing some things this year, uh, Marvin Harrison, and Reggie Wayne. I mean, these are three men that, that he can he can really throw to, and I think he's going to do it this week. All right. All right, sounds you know, good to me. I got a couple more now things bring for bring the statsy money, and we, this is what you're all about here, and this is your three money symbol. Yeah, I mean, three money symbol I'm really strong with. Uh, I'm really happy with it. So you like the Colts. Do you like them to win outright? Oh, I think they're going to win the whole game. Okay. I don't I don't like Denver at all this year, and they haven't been tested. They Paper Tiger. Been, they have not been tested. They have not been tested. I'm not taking anything away from Denver, but I just don't see them as an offensive you know, machine. Right, and they were showing they were throwing uh, blizzard warnings today in Colorado. So who knows what's going to happen? Who knows like what's going to happen? So you think Adai and Rhodes could really be a one-two punch in that situation? Well, I mean, oh, uh, Denver's defense is very, very good. I mean, they're not allowing any running scores, things like that. But um, they're horrible against the pass. So okay. it's very important. Against Peyton Manning, future Hall of Famer. And with the addition with uh, Anthony McFarlane, the Colts are finally able to hold the run. They're they're finally able to start something like that because you saw against Washington last week, they were able to hold Portis. Colts offense is a weapon that no one even understands. You come in there, it's it's like a snipe. You walk in there. Ne- next thing you know, you're 20 points Next thing down. you know, you know oh, oh. Manning needs 14 points, no problem. And you got a wound to the belly. Exactly. They want to win that game. They want to be 8-0. Colts are third in the league in the pass defense. Huge. Third in the league in pass defense. Jake the Snake's not going to take it. Denver running game's not going to take it. And he's going to win the game. And he has a terrific chance to win this game. Yes. And they're getting points. Getting two and a half. Okay. I like it, E-Money. I like it. Colts getting points. Win, win, win. I hear you, E-Money. I hear you. And that's my number three money sign. Let's move to number deuce. Number deuce. Here we go. Here we go. Who do you got? Who do you like? It's take advantage weekend. Ooh, take advantage weekend, but you don't necessarily bet it. Right. You, you guys got to you got to take everything. I'm just giving everybody information out there. You got to take everything with a grain of salt because it is a rough, rough weekend. Right. Seven and eight are rough. Sure they are. And uh, a lot of a lot of the times, seven and eight or. Um, uh, rivalries, you know, it's not happening this week too much because I'm not picking them, but they are. You got to watch it. You got to see what you can do. San Diego minus nine and a half. St. Louis. I like St. Louis. Getting, really? Getting nine. nine and a half at San Diego. Why is St. Louis possibly one of the premier teams in the NFC getting nine and a half points? Well, they're at San Diego. Well, they have the same record as San Diego does. They're four and two. They're both four and two. I mean, what are you going to do? I was, I'm asking you, why is the line so big? Why is the line so big? Yes. Because San Diego could quite possibly roll them. Could just blow them out. Exactly. But it's take advantage weekend, D. Sean Merriweather. A lot of lot of turmoil going on with the with the organization. Right on. So that 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 take you know, it takes a back seat. Like people aren't thinking about the game, blah 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 blah, this and that. These are the things you have to capitalize on as a betting man. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I do, I do, I do. You know, the things that are happening with the organization, you know, you got you got a lot of press going on over there because of the uh, steroid abuse, which of course he was doing. Yeah, he got busted. busted he got, got popped. He got popped. And uh St. Louis is no longer the greatest show on turf. They're a hardcore running game. And Steven Jackson will get the ball, and he's going to be able to run. Against the San Diego defense. Yes. There's no doubt about that. And Orlando Peace is back 100% from his concussion earlier in the year. And they're getting 10 points. Nine and a half. That's a lot of points. It's See, a lot of points for a team. I'm sorry, Evan. I don't mean to interrupt you. But no, that's please. A lot of to- no. That's a lot of points uh, for a team like 
St. Louis, who's quite explosive. You don't put Torrey Holt on a team and give them 10 points in a situation like that. That, Louis, that guy can score at any time. I didn't even get to him yet. Merriweather, inside linebacker, is gone. I'm talking about Steven Jackson making a big night. Right making on. A big and day. he's got potential. Yes, he does, because there's a big gap there. Forget about, you know, the, you got a second string linebacker coming in, all right? Mm-hmm. That's a big deal. Mm-hmm. Not knowing the defense, maybe never got a start yet. You have to take advantage of that. Sure. Steven Jackson is going to run up their gut. Uh, the offensive coordinator is going to take advantage of that because St. Louis is now a running team anyway. And Mike Martz is gone. Right. It's all about the running game. Bumblehead Mike Martz is gone. And if you can control the ball and the other team isn't scoring, then you're still up 10 nothing. Exactly. Exactly. I like that a lot. I really, really like that. All right. That's a so two-money symbol? That's my two-money symbol. That's an, I, I like that as much as your one-money symbol. All right. I really I, do. I, all right. I, I like really that. do. I like Anytime that. you put an NFL team against another NFL team and give them that many points, and you're sure it's nine and a half points? Nine and a half right now. Okay. What's your third money symbol? Third money Ooh. symbol. E-money, and it's the reach around. It's a reach around. It is a reach around. Is it over-under? No, it's not. Oh. No, Although I do like any other any of your picks, your reach rounds. And I think you're like 12-0 and 0 on your reach rounds. Oh, no, your reach round last week was the Eagles and lost. Yeah, but you know what? That should have been a number one, and it wasn't. And I ain't going to do a number one just because it was an Eagles game. I got you, Because we know all about those. Oh, Imani, you're so correct. You What's don't your, bet the Eagles game? No, you do not bet the Eagles in this town. You just don't do it. You just they will let it. you down. They'll break your heart two times. And then Donovan McNabb will throw up on it. And you know what? Forget about be like. What if you're like from uh, California Day, and you're like, "Ooh, Eagles, Tampa Bay." Yeah. Ooh, I love that game. Yeah, Eagles need a victory. They need are dying for a victory. They're yeah. di- they just got beat last second by the Col- by the Indian by the Saints. Yeah. And oh. they're dying for a victory. They need this game bad, and the Lions only six. Oh no, they're gonna win. That's a seventeen to ten game with their eyes closed. Exactly. If Tampa Bay scores any points, it's a twenty-seven nothing game. Twenty-seven nothing. McNabb's gonna throw for three hundred yards. Yes. Oh, I don't even want to talk about it. You know, I don't even want to. And that's talk us about not even being subjective about it. I mean, that's just like, oh yeah. Of course, the Eagles are going to roll that nope. game. We screwed that pooch, and that's the first and last time anybody will hear me say "bet the Eagles." Because I hear tell you, you why, Evan. I appreciate that very much. No more birds talk on. No more birds talking the betting in the e money line. No, ever again. And I only did that because I got some pressure from the from Davey. Not that Dave tells me what I can and can't bet. No, I'm I just saying. You know, I'm feeling it. I was feeling it, and if I was going to feel it any week, it should have been that week. But Am it's I a right good or bet. Wrong? It's, just, it's a genuine good, good bet. It's a really good bet. Go ahead. What's, what's the reach around any money? My third, uh, my one money sign is Carolina minus five against Dallas. I'm taking Carolina at home, given five. Because it is take advantage weekend. Of Tony Romo's. Oh, um, Tony Romo's first start. He could throw six interceptions this game. Oh, my God, yeah. He threw two in the second half last time. Again, Now he's playing a better defense than the New York Giants. And New York Giants, all you Giants fans, if you're any of you are listening. That, better not that, be. Just, that just that shut, team, it right, shut, the, shut it right now. That team is not any good. Give me the reasons why the Carolina Panthers are going to make five Super Bowl rings, Dallas Cowboys cry, and T.O. cry. Well, you know what, D? Take it, you got to take advantage of Romo getting the start. Carolina's coming off a big loss against Cincinnati, and they need to get back on track. And the Sean Foster, Steve Smith, they will make it happen. I mean, these are two 
two threats that are going to be crazy. And I mean, they're at home. Look what Plaxico Burris did to the Cowboys last week. And look, and could you imagine what Steve Smith's going to be able oh, to do? It's going to be disgusting. It's going to be absolutely disgusting. And Carolina's front seven is something not to be reckoned with. I mean, and, and Jeremy he, Shockey was even juking the secondary of the Cowboys. Did you see that in the end zone? Yeah. And it makes Shockey look good when he's not good at no, all. No, he's not. Oh, wait. Well, you just, what did you say? He's not good? Because you just said he was, the, you said three weeks ago he was the best tight end ever that you would pick in your fantasy. He's the best tight end out there. No, he's good. <laughs> now he's good. Ev, you got to believe he's, you know he's good. Doesn't make him look like a world beater, though. I mean, they made him look good. Oh, he he did some major juking on those linebackers, yeah. that That's my three money symbol. Now, next week, everybody, that, you're going to see, next week I'm going to have a whole thing about the uh, separation of everybody. There are good teams. After this week, there are good teams and there are bad. Derek, you're so right. right. And, and Dallas... I can see right now is going to be one of the bad teams because they're going to start rebuilding. Parcells is going to be gone next year. Romo, he's just putting his finger in the dam, dude. Yeah, five Super Bowl thinks they're going to win the Super Bowl again now, probably. That's a negative. Yeah, well, he's a, he's a, he's he's a moron anyway. And uh, I'm not taking anything away how bad the Eagles are because we already just went on a rant and rave for the yeah. last 45 minutes. So. Don't yeah, five Super Bowl rings. Take it easy. Exactly. We understand how bad the Eagles are. Don't come at us with some obscure stat where the Cowboys were seven and five and the Eagles were blah blah blah. Right. It's apples and oranges. We're both in this. Actually, it's not apples and oranges. We're both in the same boat. You're in the same. Boat. It's apples and apples. Cowboys suck, dude. This is the bottom line. The bottom line is the Cowboys suck. Yeah, the Cowboys stink. And Jeremy Shock. And it's good. a shame because you have such good offensive weapons that they're not being utilized because you got Purcells wanting to run the ball with Yo, Julius Jones. So, yeah, T.O. and Terry Glenn can't throw the ball to themselves. Exactly. And so these guys catch anything. They don't have a quarterback. They don't, Well, they can't protect their quarterback. I mean, if Drew Bledsoe, and I firmly believe this, if you can give him time, he'll pick any defense apart. He's exactly. that good. I agree. But he doesn't have any time. He can't he can't run. The only reason why Purcells is putting him back there probably is because Bledsoe doesn't get killed. Exactly. Well, because he got pressure now. Jerry Jones is on him now. Jerry Jones. That's another one. Wouldn't you like to work for that new lunatic? Why don't you pull your face up a little bit more? Pull your face back a little bit more. He hired Barry Switzer as your head coach. <laughs> that was awesome. And he won a Super Bowl. So so I can't argue against that. But anybody uh, could have won a Super Bowl that's with that remnants. Talent. That's remnants. Yeah. Imani, give me a parting shot. Over here in uh, Bucks County, Pennsylvania, Angel Bunner. She's the Camel Egan softball. She's a senior this year. She's a left-handed pitcher she's for got, softball. She's got mad skills. She's got mad skills, and she just committed to Auburn University. Terrific. Congratulations. So it's nice to see, um, and I wanted to say that, and... Uh, here we go. Conwell Egan uh, softball organization. Yeah, when you win title after title after title after title after title after title in the Philadelphia Catholic League, then you're going to get some recognition. I'll tell you what, that coach over there, Sandy Hart, is something, something about her. Talk knows, about mad skills. She knows what she's doing over there. For sure. Uh, my parting shot is the state of the Philadelphia sports fan. Where do we go from here? I have no idea what to do. I don't read the sports page anymore. Why read it? Because like I said earlier in the sports cast, it's all about people making left turns when they should have made a right turn in their car. Or Allen Iverson tonight pumping gas. Or Peter Forsberg patting his, his coach on the head. Nobody's doing anything in the arena. They're doing it outside the arena and that's become news to us. And I think we have a little bit of a wake-up call ahead of us. Either we're going to be mired in this muck of losing teams, so we have to find our way. You know, I just want to uh, i want to say something as well. Uh, if the people that are listening, interns or whoever's listening to 610, because I know you're listening to us right now because you're feeling the pulse of the people, and you're going to, you're going to regurgitate it to whoever, D. And it'll be in Angelo's notes on Monday. Yeah, Angelo's going to get them. 
it, it's really starting to piss us off. And uh, well, it's not pissing me off. I don't, I don't know why you get offended by it. I mean, because we don't get any recognition. No, there's no recognition. But we're not really in this for recognition. We're in this for a situation where we can come into into the basement on Thursday, have a few pops, and and go crazy. What, what do you? What do you, I don't? What do you? I need? just want Angelo to have his own thoughts. You want to be a rock star? Yeah, no, I agree with that. I don't care about that. I'm just saying. Well, you that's know, why WIP WIP takes phone calls. They, they we talk for an hour, right. and get our nut off. And we granted we only do this a week, but once a week. But we could certainly do this every day if we had to. They <laughs> they take phone calls and they use the listener to generate their topics. Right. So all they all they do is moderate. They're just moderating. It's in the production notes for Monday mornings, whatever cast that they do on WIP. I don't even really listen to it, but we do get lots of phone calls. People saying. That I heard what you said on Saturday, and now it's on WIP on Monday. Well, that's my whole point. But don't get angry about it. We talk about it on a Thursday or a Saturday, and then Monday they're talking about the same thing. And I realize that it may be just things that are happening in Philadelphia sports, and it upsets me because this is the, the whole thing for us is you know to promote our site. Our site is very important to us, and I, I'm very true to that. While it is very important to us, it's not. If we're giving Angelo Cataldi ideas and he's using our ideas, and and many that many more people are listening to it, then the more power to him. However, I do agree with what you're saying is. It would be nice if they got a shout out saying, "Listen, yeah. I heard this on this podcast on Saturday." That's all I'm saying. Like, um, they got to stop poop pooing on the pod because the poop the podcast is the people. But at least give us some recognition. That's all I ask. Thank you very much for everybody, and uh, we'll see you later. And Dave, we'll looking forward to seeing you next week. Yeah, Dave, I can't wait to hear uh, the wrap up. Word up later. <laughs>